0: A big spike in the number of would-be workers looking for jobs in agriculture. And could we soon be eating a new variety of banana? Hello, I'm Kath Macaloon. First today, the National Commodity Forecaster is tipping winter crop production will drop by nearly 33% in the coming grain season. ABES has raised concerns about patchy dry conditions in areas of Western Australia and South Australia. Senior economist Peter Collins says last season's record-breaking harvest has made the drop in production seem more significant than it actually is. That's giving us more a figure in terms of production which is around the five year average uh, to 2015-16. So even though it's a big drop if it comes out like the way we're saying it's still going to be around an average crop it's just that last year was so good. And on South Australia's Eyre Peninsula, where a lack of rain has seen some farmers decide not to sow crops or to reduce their plantings, local grain markets are already factoring the dry conditions into prices. Traders are paying a weather premium for grain in Port Lincoln and agribusiness consultant Chris Hindjess says farmers need to stay positive and prepare their business for potential drought. Our local markets are starting to reflect the D word. We're already taking a defensive position. Markets are already reflecting the dry conditions. But it's really important to maintain business models and, and look at where you're heading. We've got to actually move in a positive direction with a negative outcome. The Queensland Government begins the task today of selling its final budget before the next state election. So far, the budget handed down yesterday has not gone down well in the bush, with farm groups disappointed agriculture has not been a focus and there's been a cut to the Ag Department's budget. But Treasurer Curtis Pitt says the budget does recognise the importance of agriculture with money to fight biosecurity threats. AgForce CEO Charles Burke says it's an underwhelming budget that lacks vision for agriculture. There's a vision for health, there's a vision for urban infrastructure, there's a vision for housing, there's a vision for education, there's a vision for tourism and arts, but unfortunately there's not a great vision for agriculture. Jobs in the livestock industry are becoming more sought after, with an agency that recruits rural workers reporting a big rise in job applications. In December and January, Bush Recruitment fielded 6,500 applications for positions on stations and farms. The group's Doogled story says cattle stations and sheep and wool producers make up the majority of employers looking for staff. I've seen a large increase in popularity. There's also been an increase due to the cattle prices being so high that there's been people are wanting to invest more in their places and doing extra projects like fencing and waters and stuff like that. So they're after more stuff consumers could soon have more options of banana varieties to choose from. Research is underway in New South Wales to find disease-resistant replacements for the popular Cavendish and Ladyfinger varieties. Researcher David Peasley says the Ladyfinger is susceptible to Panama disease and New South Wales growers can't compete with North Queensland when it comes to Cavendish. The number of varieties have been narrowed down from initial 28 to just three for the third phase of the trial. And we're putting in 100 plants of each of those varieties, looking at plant spacing and nutritional requirements and we're going to harvest those bunches and look at ripening procedures and then we're going to do consumer research. Live exports of buffalo are on the rise with demand from Southeast Asia helping drive trade from the Northern Territory. The North Australian Cattle Company sent 550 buffalo on a ship to Malaysia out of the port of Darwin this morning. General Manager Patrick Underwood says it's the company's fourth shipment this year. These ones are going to Malaysia, but we've seen buffalo in the last couple of months go to Indonesia. Vietnam in particular is probably taking most of the Northern Territory Buffalo at the moment, and also Malaysia, so yeah, there's a strong demand for them. It's one we've seen sort of, you know, I think in the last 12 months really pick up. The last of the big dairy companies to announce its opening milk price has pipped its major rival. Fonterra has announced an opening milk price of $5.30 a kilogram, which is 60 cents higher than rival Murray Goulburn. Finally, tetragonas, an Australian native plant with blue leaves and distinctive white nuts, are making big waves in Japan, where florists are keen on their unique foliage. It's good news for Western Victorian flower farmer Brett McDonald, who started exporting to japan and is hoping the trade continues for many years to come hopefully it'll be a long term the manager of the importer company that i'm dealing with said you know we like to have long-term relationships and we've got customers that we've been dealing with for 30 40 years for today that's rural news